guys. It's the 10th wonder of the world, Jake Smith. They tremble when I walk into a Dunkin' Donuts. My name's Joey Mayberry. <laughs> That's amazing. What's your go-to Dunkin' order? Oh, okay. Um, so if I'm waking up and getting breakfast, I love the Impossible sandwich and an mm. iced coffee. But if I'm just yes. being bad, I'm getting a vanilla latte and a pink sprinkle donut. Ooh, I love me a pink sprinkle donut. Doug got munchkins the other day, and I thought they were the powdered donuts, but they were, like, powdered pink. So I was just, like, a little thrown off. What is powdered pink? I don't know. I'm, like, usually used to, like, the cocaine-looking dusting. And yeah. I was like, what's happening here? <laughs> I wanted cocaine, not that bismol. Excuse me. <laughs> I asked for the cocaine. Um, you gave me some dissolved Tums. Can you yeah. fix this? <laughs> Your face was spot on, Alexis from Shit's Creek, and I. Love that. <laughs> that is me um, speaking to a service member um, of a, any restaurant when I'm in. Like, I have a complaint. <laughs> like, um, also, I had the most wonderful waitress the other day. Before we get into things, shout out to Marcy at the Outback in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. She's fabulous. Um, loved her so much. Oh, did she bloom your onion? She bloomed my onion. She also ate my cheese fries. She was <laughs> fabulous. She brought us like four rolls of their bread when we left. She's like, the bread is really good. I wanted to give you some extra. I'm like, okay, I've been to Outback many a time, but thank you for <laughs> trying to get us to come back. She sent you with bread. She Oprah'd you. She was the best. I loved her so much. And I felt so bad because like, I, I mean, I'm sure like a lot of restaurants are short staffed right now and they were super short staffed, but she was she, such priority. So I, like always tip your waiters and waitresses super well, um, especially Marcy at Cherry Hill, New Jersey at the Outback. So, um, <laughs> so anyway, I was wearing a Trish shirt too. And she's like, is that Jessica Simpson? I'm like, no. <laughs> I was all for Marcy until you said that. Now I don't know I, if I like Marcy. To be fair, the lighting is dim in Outback sometimes to set that authentic Australian ambiance. So <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Oh my gosh. A well, dingo ate my baby. <laughs> Well, even though it may seem like that, this is not an Outback Steakhouse podcast. This is actually the Golden Era podcast, everyone. Um, and Joey and I talk about the WWE women's division from 2001 on. And if you're not into that, you're in the wrong spot. So <laughs> You're going to hate the next hour of your life. You will hate it. I'm sorry if you saw one of our posts and you're like, oh, I like that era. We will not be talking about Eric Bischoff or the NWO or that crap. So, so sorry. <laughs> What's an NWO? Um, I want to say it's a sandwich at Quiznos, but I'm not positive. Oh, we love the subs. We love the subs! <laughs> they are good to us! Praise the Lord. I feel like I bring that reference up all the time and no one wait, knows what that is. Wait, so do I. No one knows what that is. I was like, you don't remember the Quiznos song? And they're yeah, like... Tasty and crunchy. <laughs> yeah! Like, they're like, Quiznos had songs? I've never seen... Like, they're like, I haven't seen the Quiznos since 2006. I'm like, well, yeah, me either, but I remember and I loved Quiznos. I really want to go to one again. I hope I can find one one day. Um, there is one in a random town in Illinois. <laughs> we drove past it the other day and was just like, wait, what? 
All right, even more reason to get my ass out there. So, yep. like, <laughs> why are you going to see your friends? Oh, to go to a Quesnos. So <laughs> <laughs> there's a, there's a Quesnos out there. I, just, I gotta go. So, um, all right, guys, <laughs> so, we're gonna get. If you've been with us for the last five minutes, so sorry. But um, let's get into it. Uh, we're starting off with Raw, the week of February fourth, two thousand two. This is an awesome week of women's stuff. A lot of a lot of big memorable moments, I feel like, that I certainly remember from this era this week. Oh, uh, so many big moments that I remember from this era. And also, like we've talked about in previous episodes, like stuff, I'm like, this was the same year? Yeah, right? Right. It was uh, It was crazy. Um, all right, so we're going to get into it. Um, the, gr- the girls are, we're in the Divas locker room. We've got Charmel. She's fresh out of the shower. She shaved her legs with um, a chic intuition razor. Um, we have <laughs> Jacqueline who is rummaging through her bag. She is trying to find her parking pass to get her car later from the stadium parking attendant. Um, we have Molly who, I don't know what she's doing, but she's there. It's um, weird to me to see Mighty Molly just amongst the other women. Yeah. You're not in a lair? Like, <laughs> like where's the horocycle? Where's the pole you slide down and see you get in your costume? <laughs> like, what's going on? So I always imagined her, like, transforming into Mighty Molly as, like, kind of like um, in like Spice World. Well, like, in Spice World, when Jerry Hollowell um, does, like, the turn and, like, one woman, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, and she, like, spins into the costume. That's Wonder Woman, girl. Yeah. Equalization between the sexes. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Anyway, Stacey Keebler is using some lipstick, and Tori's like, that's mine. <laughs> Excuse me, I think that's my lipstick. Oh, really? Well, I don't see your name written all over it. Oh. And anyway, I need it because I'm next. Okay. All right, girls, I know I'm sure you guys are makeup, but I'm skeeved out, so <laughs> I just have to draw attention to it. I love that she's like, that's my lipstick. And she's like, well, my match is next. Yeah, and I'm well, like, this I'm is- on next. <laughs> she should have been like, and you're not. So, like, yeah. <laughs> but my thing is just like, ew. <laughs> yeah, I was, I, I don't know. Like, I, I'm sorry. Like, I, I can't share lip balm. Even with my husband, I can't share lip balms. I can't share. You do not know someone's mouth history. Um, <laughs> like, oh, I, what cold sores are a thing Uh, true story okay so one time in college i was in a car um with a few of my friends and a radio commercial came on for um like valtrax or some like herpes medication and she goes out loud oh i'm on that i'm like uh um (laughs) I, i i mean no shame but i wouldn't openly admit that to people i don't know that well (laughs) <laughs> I mean, you do your best life, girl. If you're going to be in a car yeah. with people that you moderately know, just let them all know you have herpes. That's how yeah. <laughs> like I was like, well, thank you for sharing. Yeah. Um, she ended up. That girl actually ended up getting a priest to drop out of the covenant and marry her. So, are we sure that didn't happen on Monday? Night <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what led to the Valtrex. <laughs> like, <laughs> um. So whatever, do you girl? Um, so anyway, but Stacy is stealing the makeup. Um, Tori's like, that's mine. Stacy's like, I'm on next. They get like a little pissy. And then Billy and Chuck just barge into the room. Um, 
for like no reason other than they want to talk about their calendar and how much more sexy they are than the women and i'm just like yeah like and well first of all stacy had to be like trembling because she's like i just got done with all of my hr issues like (laughs) come on um and we get a glimpse of the calendar from what i can see it looks great um it looks great. Also, it looks like those photos were taken on like an iPhone 4. Oh, yeah. An LG chocolate and like printed. <laughs> <laughs> Not the LG chocolate. <laughs> like, so, <laughs> they have the photos. Like, you can tell, like, it's very makeshift. Like, it's mm-hmm. definitely, remember, like, printing photos on like photo paper and like it's a little blotchy? It looks like that. Like, oh, like when your map quest directions would smear. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, God. I never want to go back to map quest. Never again. <laughs> never. If y'all um, want to know how old of a homosexual I am, I used to print out my map quest directions for my hookups. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you remember? I remember doing that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just had a grim flashback, and I would like, so like, we had a communal printer in my dorm room. So I would just like stand by the printer waiting for it to come out and be like, I have a homework that I need. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is directions to the Quiznos. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go get a BLT. See you later. The NWO sandwich has my name on it. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, um, so Billy and Chuck, you know, they're showing off their calendar and all the girls are like, and Tori's like, you know, guys, it looks good, but not as good as our divas calendar. And like, Cece's like, yeah, we can do those poses um, and like do them better. So they're like, well, why don't we have, uh, oh, and then Chuck said, like Chuck, they, I guess they had Chuck like, really get gay. Tori Wilson, it's not like we're interested in you. <laughs> And like, because yeah. he was like, we're not interested in you. I'm like, this seems so natural. Um, <laughs> you mean the man that was going eel cuties after he had to touch Trish Stratus to pin yeah. last week? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, so, so they are challenged to a pose down and we're going to have a pose down on SmackDown. Um, I remember at the time not really knowing what the hell that meant, but hey, whatever. So... Oh, we'll talk about um, my awkward story with that Ooh. when we get oh. to there. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to um, Stacey Keebler. She's ringside um, for Bubba versus RVD um, along with Devon. She, now, she's not really giving us anything in this entrance, which is unlike it for Stacey. She's just not feeling it. I guess she's the lip gloss or whatever. It was not popping. It was not popping. Had some side effects. She realized it was sour apple flavored. And she's like, ugh. Um, So so she tries to distract the referee. Devon's trying to interfere as well. Doesn't work. And she gets ejected. And I'm surprised this hasn't happened earlier. I know. This one, although I did like the double interjection because the ref was able to see Devon climbing up to do the wazak. Yeah. And like stopped him. And then he's like, both of you get out. And Stacey (laughs) sold it beautifully. She did great. Like, what? Huh? And like Devon's, but not Devon, but um, Bubba is yelling, Stacey! Devon! Could he have just said Stacey? Keep it over here to the next table. I'll keep. (laughs) (laughs) 
like like Bubba's floating on a door in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> Come back! <laughs> he like grabs the referee's whistle. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't really know what happened, but <laughs> so anyway, Stacy left. So anyway. Um, then we go backstage, and Stephanie is, like, lying on the couch. She's all smiles. Triple H is in a pissy mood yet again. Um, because he has to wrestle Kurt Angle now at No Way Out and defend oh. his number one contendership. Yeah, I mean, well, that's what happens when you talk shit about your father-in-law. So, yeah. But Stephanie is just grinning ear to ear, though, while he is pissed. She's uh, apparently... Triple H is like, first of all, like, why the hell are you smiling? You should be joining in my pity party. I'm the baby face. You're supposed to be a pissy bitch like me. Um, And she's like, I actually have some great news that will change your world. What are you smiling about, huh? What are you so happy about? Hunter, listen, I know that you're in a really bad mood right now, but I've got some news that is going to change your whole world. Um, and I'm going to share it later. So, little teaser. Happy Ooh. 70. I'm excited to see what it is. We love a good tease. A little, little tease. Um, speaking oh. of tease, Stephanie is wearing the No Panty Stephanie outfit from her action figure this year. I know. I caught that. And I was mm-hmm. like, we're totally going to talk about this. Yeah. yeah. I was like, there it is. Um, so if you're not familiar, it's that like blue two-piece that I always thought was one dress at first, but it's actually like, it looks like it's a top and a skirt um, and some black heeled boots. I mean, she has some other accessories and like some crimped hair that the figure did not have. But I love your name for that figure is No Panty Steph. <laughs> I just refer to it as Vagina Stephanie. <laughs> like, I'm just like imagining like going to like a, a WrestleCon convention or like a trade show. Do you have the Vagina Stephanie figure? I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I, I misspoke. The one with a clit. <laughs> <laughs> It, believe it or not, it's not the sun action one when I say clit. It's just the like, <laughs> You can't give that to little boys. We'll never be able to find it anyway. <laughs> I wonder I wonder if that's what they were trying to do. Like someone was like a disgruntled employee at Jack Specific was like, you know what, I'm gonna educate today. I'm making the choice. From what TikTok has told me, they do need to educate the straight men. I I can imagine. I can imagine. Um, so anyway, so Stephanie then comes out later. Um, love, she no backstage passes. She is just walking down to the ramp, um, looking good. Um, my time. My time. Yeah. And like I like that. Like this edit. Like just starts with like shit. Oh, in there. I've always like it's like. I remember the song saying shit in it, and I was like, uh, okay, <laughs> we're going with that. So, um, <laughs> which now I guess what I know, I, we changed their song later, but whatever. My time. <laughs> so, um, so she comes out, she asks Triple H to come down to the ring, and he looks so annoyed. It is a literal representation of Joey and I dragging our husbands to anything wrestling related. So, <laughs> oh my God, it is. <laughs> I was like, I've seen this look before. (laughs) (laughs) The look of, oh, I got a beer. It's $8 for a Coke. 
<laughs> Usually, like, I get, like, when's the next men's match? I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> so, because he knows yep. I, if it's a men's match, I will rush there. I'm already planning my SummerSlam P schedule. So, <laughs> um, anyway, so Stephanie's like, you know, Triple H's like, what's going on? What is this about? Uh, I'm a, I'm your husband and I'm going to be mean to you. So, yeah. Stephanie announces you know she's got great news that next week on raw they are going to renew their wedding vows in front of the entire world live in the ring on raw it seems like we're not communicating and i realize that there is only one way to prove our love for each other and that is in one week live on raw next monday night that we renew our wedding vows mm, um yeah sure so triple h is pissed to be honest mm. i i empathize with stephanie here i feel bad for her because, really because i well, empathize with triple h oh no see i i would be all about it i love like i i had a big wedding i have a big personality i needed a big wedding um and to be fair she was drugged at their first so she doesn't really remember it so like i could see wanting to have another celebration i could see that but then Triple H made a very nice argument where he's like, what is it with you McMahons? You have to air out all of your dirty laundry Fair. in front of people. That is the stupidest idea I have ever heard. What? I think that's a no. What, what is the matter with you? What is the matter with you McMahons? Why does everything have to be on live TV? And I was like, that's valid. That's real that's, valid. That's very valid. It could have very much been like a private situation. That's true. If for an engagement, for whatever it is, what a wedding vow renewal, that could be private. Usually that's like, I feel like people I know who have done that have done like a beachy bullshit thing and like, yeah. you know, like, you're like, we're going to go to Cosmo. Like, and then like, you know, like do something like that. So yeah, I agree. I didn't think it needed to be on Raw because also, you know, but uh, like, I was like, mm, I don't know if I want to get like renew my wedding vows and um raw. <laughs> oh, I'd do it, and would you? <laughs> I would do it just to see Tyler walk down the ramp like Triple H. Like, I don't want to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I would do it so I could get like that bad singing couple to come out together. <laughs> to sing oh my god, I forgot about them. <laughs> we'll see them next week. I'm very excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> Um, so anyway, so Triple H is like pissed. He's like, why do we have to do this in front of everyone? This is fucking ridiculous. Like, um, the, why do we have to do this? Like, why is everything a show? Why? And Stephanie's like, you have to do this for me. You have to. And then Triple H loses his shit. And she actually looks scared and it's concerning. Um, where she's like, why do I have to do this? Why? So then justice she drops. <laughs> so like I, I just I don't know like it made me uncomfortable watching now like I was like oh she should leave why does she want to renew her wedding vows that badly with this man who's I mean, talking to her like this 
here's the thing is Stephanie's also like the biggest bitch in the world. So like, well, I don't yeah. feel too bad for her. I'm like, okay. Like the relationship's been bad from both sides. Of these yes. People. I mean, it's a toxic relationship and she's grasping at straws to make it work. Um, but you know, like, I think she'll be fine though because no one is as good in bed as her. So, but she, um, <laughs> she is just oh. like, you know, grasping at straws and then she tells Triple H the reason he has to renew the wedding vows is because she is pregnant! Oh. Why? Because you're the billion dollar princess? Because you're Stephanie McMahon? Why? Why do I have to do it? Because you always get your way? Why? Because everything we do, everything in our lives is about you? Is that why? That's why I have to do it? Is that why? As soon as, okay, Triple H didn't make me uncomfortable during this thing, but as soon as he started walking back towards her and the crowd yeah. was like chanting, like, it's not yours. <laughs> yeah. Like I was like, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Well, and, oh yeah, and then earlier they were calling her a slut too. She's like, we have to renew our wedding vows because these people, slut, 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 slut. <laughs> it was like, oh God. <laughs> but they did it like on such cute, cause Stephanie could play a crowd like a fiddle. She's like, so good at it. So she's, good. These people, they keep calling me things like, uh, and set it up beautifully and it worked out perfectly. Mm -hmm. I kind of hope that these storylines come up again, like by someone who doesn't watch wrestling and they try to like think, like who doesn't understand this is like a stage and they're like, I can't believe this woman was bullied like this. Like, you know, like this is not okay. Like, cause this shit would not fly today. So like, but I kind of hope someone like brings it up and it's like, let's, Let's fight for justice, not knowing it's fake. So. Okay, no lie. I wish shit like this would fly today because I miss being kind of offended because then you mm -hmm. want to see that person get their ass oh, beat. Oh, for sure. For sure. It's tough. That's why I think it's like very tough today because you can't really, a lot of the storylines, can't. well, a lot of them like were, okay, this should never happen again. But mm -hmm. like also like there were things that I think could have like crossed the line. Like I think a promiscuous woman storyline Mm -hmm. could be okay like i think it would cross the line like hey like if they're playing the character and owning it like well so much of it is like blur blurred like with social right. media because right. you've got now like alexa bliss is like i'm lexi kaufman like right right like you know it's so tough because like she's like i'm at a ryan cabrera concert but i'm evil like, like it's just like like what <laughs> so it's it's so tough now um like yeah back then we had like that layer of mystery so i was just fixing like her laying next to ryan cabrera like sleeping and then lily just like popping up <laughs> so yeah i don't know it, it, it'd be it'd be tough to pull this off today i think just like because i think people too would like go to social justice um mediums and be like you know like it's not okay to do this which it's not on one hand, but if it's for like an entertainment purpose, like there's shows that write racier things, you know? Yeah. Like it's, it's fake. Let's, yeah. let's be real. It's right. Exactly. Story. Like wrestling's always been kind of like weird like that to really cipher. But anyway, so Stephanie, she announces her pregnancy, Triple H comes over and you're not really sure what he's going to do because it's a little aggressive looking. Um, but he picks her up 
and swirls his pregnant wife around the air, tossing her back and forth. I'm like, <laughs> this cannot be great for this You're penis. pregnant? Come here, let me ragdoll you. <laughs> I was like, I was like, uh, flashbacks to like China's debut and like throwing Marlena around. Like, I'm like, uh <laughs> um, so yeah, like Stephanie is like tossed around, but like, but she she's all smiles. I guess they're gonna renew their vows. They're all happy. Um, there's gonna be a baby game. Um they say Triple H is going to be a daddy. What an omen. Um, and yeah, there we go. Yep. I love the it's not yours chance. Still getting me. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So they, he, they're they going to do it for their baby. They're going to renew the vows. Um, so they, they leave. And then it's time for a women's championship match. Um, women's championship match. And oh. I'm going to get some flack for this, especially because I am recording this at DS's house and he's got headphones Uh-oh. and he can't hear me. Th- this outfit from Trish was a boot for me. I'm not going to lie. Not your favorite. You know, it's, it'd be very cute if she was in a pride parade. I will yes. say that. Like it's very, it's a little, uh, it's kind of drag queeny for me. Um, you know, do you know what it was for me? And I'm not even going to like sugarcoat it. It was the mm-hmm. fact that they were shorts and not pants. I think it would have worked if they were pants. Yes, I agree. I see. For me, I, I I didn't mind when she wore shorts. I actually loved when she wore shorts, but I liked it for like a pay per view setting. I was like, I think shorts should have been reserved for like the pay per views because she mostly wore them then. Um, they weren't bad, but it it did look it it would have looked better like as a full like rainbow cascading down her body. I think. Than I know because I liked the top a lot. I yeah, think it was it's just cute. the fact it. I don't know. It's from somebody who continually impresses me by ring gear, this one missed yeah. the mark for me. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's fair. I mean, like, it's definitely not her most iconic. I don't hate it. Um, it is. But you know what? I will say, um, I I mean, I'm probably off base here, but I think this was Trisha's nod to the gay community because she knows the gays love her. But um, I, I don't know if she knew that. I everything she's been doing this year, because Trish Stratus is just like, hello, gays, this year. I wonder, you know, I wonder if Trish was aware, like, how much of an icon she was for gays. Like, because I, I, she commented um, recently, I saw a comment somewhere, and she's like, yeah, like, I recently learned, like, how big I am with the gays and stuff like that. I'm like, you didn't know? Like, I'm like, I was like, like I was like, we were all getting drunk and like pointing like you. Like it's like <laughs> just at me next time, Jake. Yeah. <laughs> like, like oh, oh my, my go-to when like I would like drink in college was during the Maurice hair flip. Like with like my like half an inch of hair. Like <laughs> oh, I was the epitome of like if I am drunk, I am jumping a little bit forward, swinging my dick and hips real forward, and then going up into the Lita. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I was. I literally would like when I would introduce myself to people I didn't know. My drunk name was China, <laughs> and sometimes I would like just like when I was like really drunk, I'd be like, "I'm China, and welcome to my workout." Like from her fitness video, people would just be like, "What? Like, what? I don't understand." <laughs> We got to get back on track. We got a women's championship okay. match. I'm so sorry. I don't know how we got here. But anyway, so Trish is wearing a rainbow. Um, so 
we also get like a little thing in the back. Um, Triple H is carrying all of Stephanie's bags. They're leaving. Um, they've got things to do. So Jazz comes out next. Um, and Trish, you know, she she knows Jazz's game. She goes right at her. What I love though about the beginning of this match is there's a series of them kind of missing each other's moves, which just shows mm-hmm. how well they know each other now. Right. I love all of that. And I also just like that we saw it a little bit in the last interactions that Trish has had with Jazz, but just this fight of like, I got to go after this bitch. Oh, She's yeah. going to kill me. Like, I love that. She knows, like, Jazz is not one to fuck with, and especially if her title's on the line. She's like, I have to get the early advantage here, or it's not going to work out. Like, my rainbow powers are not going to be able to dominate her. So I've got to, like, give it my all. Um, and despite that, though, this match was really all jazz. Yeah, well, um, they pointed it out in commentary from at the get-go. Trish got a little bit of offense in the beginning, mm-hmm. but then she went for that crossbody, and she had an awkward landing from the top. Oh, like, yeah. Was, it was, like, she landed on her leg, right? Like, almost or something? Kind of. Like, I weird. don't know if it was, like, her first time going for a crossbody, because I don't remember Trish really going up to the top too, too often. Yeah. But she no part of that was how you land from a crossbody. I don't know who showed her how to do it, but that was, that ain't it, girl. It was, yeah, it was tough. I think also they probably said to them right before they went out there, like, you have like three minutes to do this match. So make it work. So like, I think, you know, and like Trish, like, even though like we've seen some better matches out of her as of late, I think she was still early on in her career and still learning the ropes for the most part. So Mm -hmm. rushing is going to be tough and especially on a high risk move, which she's not really doing too much. So not doing too much, but she ate it. She ate it. She she will put herself on the line. And I think that's for me anyway, that's what really won me over about her is like, she kind of, she was like, it's supposed to be like the model, but at the same time I was like, okay, she's like not afraid to like get her hands dirty. Oh, she's a tough cookie. I love that about her. Um, Another mat- part of this match, so we really we saw Jazz bust out the STF for the first time in this match as well. Um, mm-hmm. That beautiful Boston Crab, half Boston Crab into the STF. Um, I love that. I was disappointed that wasn't the ending of the match because um, it would have been so badass. But what a move. I, such a perfect move for her. Such a perfect move. And then those jabs that she was throwing at Trish were just like Yeah, shit. Oh, when she was like like doing like the road dog almost kind of thing, where like like the punches, like like Trish was like legitimately looking dazed too. I was was like, cover up, girl, please. Yeah. I was like, what are you doing? So um Jazz, like, you know, she goes in hard on her. She's getting the hard punches. Um, Trish tries to come back at one point. Um, but like jazz really stays on top of her trish goes for the stratisfaction and jazz literally just like scoops her up and slams her down hard too and yeah also you heard the crowd like react yeah the crowd gets into a um, women's match especially because when she caught that stratisfaction and right before she slammed her you heard that oh oh yeah loved it so good so good um so jazz hits that and then she pulls her up um it's not our favorite finisher, but it's the finisher she uses. That fisherman suplex. Um, it. I will say, I do. I still think the part where she stalls for a second is impressive. Um, but overall, it's just she has such an arsenal of moves, and she's such a powerhouse. I think there's more dominating things they could have had her do, or just hit her with that fisherman suplex and then go right into putting her back into the SDF. Yep. 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 yep, yep. 
I agree. Um, so Jazz hits that suplex. She gets the one, two, three, and Jazz just pretty much a little over a month into her real run is the mm-hmm. women's champion. As she should have been. I yep. felt like there were many times I was like, Jazz should have went ahead and gotten this belt by now. Do you think it would have been almost smarter to have Jazz win the title in her debut? I think so. I think Jazz should have... What was the pay-per-view that we saw? Was it the Royal Rumble? Royal Rumble. I think she should have won it there. I think Trish yeah. is so much more endearing when she's chasing. I agree. I think, you know, I think it would have been really fun to see Jazz win it, maybe feud with Lita for the first uh, couple months, because I think Lita was so over. You'd want to see that. And like we've said in the past, Lita is the go-to if you want to get someone over as a heel. Yes. And so. instead, you sent her off to film that freaking TV show. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Just now she sells organic diapers. She didn't even care. So, <laughs> but uh, anyway, so I think that would have been pretty cool. And then have Trish come into the fold, working up to that triple threat at Mania. And then maybe have Trish win the title at Mania in her hometown of Toronto, Canada. Yep. But anyway... I- we got what we got, and it's fine. But um, but I'm ecstatic for Jazz. Um, it was it was a really action packed draw because besides the Stephanie Triple H stuff, I guess we found out which NWO members were coming because commentary kept talking about that. Um, and I'm like, okay. Um, so. don't care. <laughs> don't care. <laughs> I've got poisoned. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So, um, he writes on the back of the chair, NWO. Uh, sir, we have to, this is not yours. <laughs> well, now we can't return it. <laughs> is this whiteout? Like, <laughs> but, um, so anyway, but Jazz wins the title. It's, I mean, it's a pretty stacked Raw, but I do like that they kind of included it, like, in commentary. They're like, wow, we have three big things tonight. You know, like, Jazz wins the title, uh, Stephanie's pregnant, and NWO. So I'm like, okay, good. At least they, like, threw it in with, like, those things that wasn't completely overshadowed. But this yeah. is really a huge moment. And honestly, today we're seeing the impact of Jazz winning the title. I love seeing um, African-American performers today talking about Jazz really did that. You know, like she brought so much to the table. Um, so I, you know what, her her impact on the industry is huge. Yeah, and I think that it needs to be recognized, and it upsets sure. me that WWE hasn't really given her the credit that she really deserves. I'm so frustrated. I was, I was happy to see her included in that top fifty women thing because I thought they'd overlook her completely. To be honest, mm-hmm. um, so I mean, she was low on the list, lower than I would have put her. But um, and give her an action figure. For real, though, it's just it's absurd. So hopefully she gets in the Legends line one day, Hall of Fame, something. But this, but it jazzes the women's champion, and I'm so excited about it. I think Trish was an amazing champion. I thought Trish was so good. She really defended the title a lot. She yep. and she feuded with a couple of different girls for like a short period of time. It wasn't that long of a run, but she did a lot in it. Yeah, she did a lot of stuff, and she started to build her popularity. I think yeah. again, once she gets into that title hunt, that's when you see the real like Trish fandom start. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like I think like yeah, the coming up like into like spring and summer of two thousand two. That's when you 
see a lot of people really get behind like she was doing a lot of really fun mixed tags that we're going to talk about down the road Mm -hmm. um but i think that's where a lot of people really got on the trish train um so the trish train trish train why was that not one of her i'm gonna email (laughs) have you heard the trish train coming down the tracks it goes woo 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 So, uh, so Jazz is the new WWF Women's Champion. Um, so then, all right, so Jazz wins the title. Now we're moving on to SmackDown. Um, and Stephanie's doctor came to the arena. So, I, I, so many questions about this because she, like, she's like, yeah, I saw the babies today at a sonogram. I'm like, wait, why wouldn't you bring Triple H? Did he have the WrestleMania reading challenge or something? Like, what? Like, well, we know why. But <laughs> yeah, but like, but but like, in a, but like, just for say for sake of this, he didn't question that. Like, why did you go to the doctor without me? But Straight you have man. the doctor still. Co- I don't. So dumb. No, so bro, why? Again. Why? <laughs> Straight man syndrome. You just don't keep oh saying God. it. So anyway, so the doctor, um, he is saying that everything looks smashing. It does. Um, it looks say smashing. Smashing, smashing. And he's like, he may be from um, Married at First Sight, Australia. I'm not sure. Um, but like, he oh. is a very obscure reference. Uh, have you ever watched it? It's so good. No, I haven't. Oh my God. So, like, my trash reality TV involves divas are cooking. Okay. So, I, I love me some Married at First Sight. Not in the American one. It's so boring because they're like, let's work on the relationship. Married at First Sight, Australia is just like people who like, they get married. They're usually bad matches. And then they have dinner parties every week with all the couples. And there's always affairs. And it's so juicy. Like, they're like, let's sneak off and go make out. And I'm like, <gasps> you. Like, Girl, you can have that. I'll get my juicy from Starburst. I'm good. <laughs> uh, but it's also like 40 episodes a season, so it's a commitment. But anyway. Um, oh, my God. It's too much. It's more than Big Brother almost. Oh, my. And that is another. That's like three nights of my life a week now. So yeah. I actually have that later. But anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the doctor keeps saying the word smashing. Keep that in mind for next week. Um, and, you know, they hand them the sonogram. And Stephanie is like, you know, yeah, we're going to gonna renew our wedding vows next week in raw that's smashing really that that's smashing it's it's smashing <laughs> it is smashing and she's I, like it's, she goes that's smashing and triple h goes that is it's smashing, smashing. also crazy. this segment was also cringe worthy like stabbing like yeah. is it the little baby growing inside of me <laughs> this is <it's> this big <laughs> I mean, at least she didn't have like one of those apps. It's the size of an eggplant. Like, <laughs> do you have like any friends who have like the pregnancy apps? No, but I've seen a few friends' eggplants. <laughs> <laughs> I had so like I have this one friend who my husband doesn't like. Um, I actually like like phased her out, but like when she was pregnant, she would send me every week the updates of like it's the size of a squash, it's the size of an orange, and I'm like, <sighs> so. <laughs> text me when it can talk girl yeah i'm like i'm like i'm like okay i was like i was like it's not my baby and i'm like not like a baby person and she knows this Mm-mm. so i used to like photoshop them it's the size of this i'm like send them to duck like one time it was this week the baby is the size of the antichrist <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna send I have you a, a very warped sense of humor. 
And this week it's the size of an LG chocolate. <laughs> so, but shout out to my other like best friends who are so good. And they like, they don't send me all those things. Like they'll be like, the baby's healthy. Great. Um, like I love their babies in person, but like, I'm like, I don't. Quick PSA for any straight women who are listening to this. If you're going to have a baby, we as homosexuals will be the best gay uncles, no matter what scenario, as long as you bring them to us once they're toddlers. We don't care until toddler. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. And I will spoil them. Um, I have many diva Barbies to give them, mm-hmm. um, but <laughs> they will love them. Um, but yeah, like I'm, I'm not great with baby, baby stuff. If it can't um, talk, don't give it to me. Yeah. Like, uh, those first few months were weird. Like, I met, like, one of my best friend's babies, like, the first couple months. And, like, she wasn't really, like, reacting stuff yet. She's gorgeous and cute, and I love her. Um, but, like, now it's more fun because she's, like, not, like, older. Like, she's, like, nine months or whatever. But, like, she's at an age where, like, she recognizes faces and she reacts to things now. So it's it's better. Okay. Like, yeah. But, like, I'm excited for them to get to. because But, like, Doug's best friend's kids who – their child loves me more than Doug, even though Doug is the best friend of the <laughs> So, like, whenever I come, they're like, you came back and run right past Doug and hug, hug me because I'm the fun uncle. So That's smashing. <laughs> smashing. So, so I am surprisingly, as even though I'm not a baby person, I am surprisingly great with children, and I don't understand it. I think it's because I'm, like, mainly a child inside. So That's whatever. it. That's it. Smashing. So, um... <laughs> So now it is time for the pose down. Um, so, so Tori comes out first, and I just want to make just an announcement. This is an amazing Tori Wilson Titantron with this. <laughs> I forgot how good I like the one with her, like with like it's kind of like it's, it was in the SmackDown intro with kind of like this like purplish lighting and it's like flashing and she's like making all these like sexy faces and stuff. I'm like mm-hmm. load. I love it. Um, and Stacy comes out too. Um, then Billy and Chuck come out. Um, I will say Chuck's pigtails are very cute, and I love them. Everything about them was cute, and I was watching this with my parents, and I was uncomfortable. Oh, so wait, so wait, you watched this episode with your parents? Do you tell? Okay, so it was a big tradition in my house. I'm an only child, so my parents and I would watch wrestling together. It's like our bonding thing. Uh-huh. So. It's real cute, but being a closeted gay boy and being overly turned on by this pose down and being like, I I shouldn't be as into this as I am. But, oh. Did you get an erector set? I don't think I got an erector set. I don't remember. I was probably way too nervous to do that, but I definitely went back and watched it again by myself and, like, sure did build something. Sure, yep. I remember those days. (laughs) I just remember, like, I can vividly remember that feeling of sitting there watching that and just being like, oh, oh, should not be. I don't think we realized it would be as erotic as it was. Like, I didn't think it, like, some of the, it wasn't super, super racy. For WWE, yes. But, like... For at the time, like Chuck being on top of Billy and turning yeah. his face towards him, I was like, "Yeah, I was, I was very surprised." Um, so, if you're not familiar with the segment, um, basically they have to do three poses back to back. 
face to face and then i forget what the other one was like side it's, to side but it was like stand behind them while they're oh front to back front to back front to back i yeah, think so yeah so um basically the first one they like stand back to back um and you know like just kind of like rub your butt together or whatever um then the second one like one of them gets on their knees not facing the individual um <laughs> mm. uh, it's like that but i honestly for me even though the third one was like, the one that really crossed the line and stuff i thought the second pose was their best pose where he like wrapped his arms around him oh I, okay all of it was just i mean like so chuck is great chuck is everything okay but... wait, do, wait do you see what i mean about chuck though from this segment like how like he's kind of attractive He's okay. He's kind of attractive. Wouldn't necessarily uh-huh. kick him out of bed, but Billy though, girl. Well, yeah, yeah. No, Billy is gorgeous. Girl, <laughs> still gorgeous. Yeah, he still looks so. I can't believe his body like looks the same today. Like, isn't that nuts? Have you seen his children too? It's like, yeah, they look great. Like, what's oh going my God. on? He's a very tall man too. Have you ever seen him in person? Hmm. I've like, met him before. Like, he's way tall. So, like, sometimes, like, they exaggerate these heights because, like, I'm, like, six foot. And, like, sometimes, like, I meet these wrestlers in person and I'm, like, I'm, like, your height and you're built at, like, six five. Like, <laughs> like, but, like, he's actually a very tall man. Um, he's real tall. Mm-hmm. Um, so, which makes me wonder how tall Chuck is. I think Chuck's legs were giving me Stacey Keebler vibes, and I was very much about them. So, yeah. um, but anyway, it was, it was, so they did great. I think gay fans loved it. Yes, um, we did. I think it was a big sexual awakening for a lot of fans, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, so, even though I don't think that was WWE's intended, like, reasoning for doing it, um, and there were definitely some things that were cringeworthy. I am in a weird way kind of thankful it existed. Does that make sense? I'm a, I'm glad it existed. I'm a little perturbed watching it back, like with Stacey yeah. and Tori's reactions and like laughing oh, and doing oh, things like yeah. that. I have that in my notes. I was like, um, I, I don't know. And it made me so sad because Stacey and Tori are two of my all-time favorites. All-time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it almost came off as homophobic. Oh, it came off not almost. It did. It like, was, it, yeah, it was homophobic. It was straight up homophobic, yeah. Um, like when they were like laughing when they were coming out and like laughing while they were posing and stuff like that. And I'm like, really? But I mean, they were directed like that. And yeah. honestly, this was 2002. That was the norm. You exactly. Stacey Keebler dated George Clooney. She's not like that. So, <laughs> oh, <laughs> so you brought up so. the Cloon. <laughs> um so um but anyway yeah so like that their reactions were like that i did like though um when billy and chuck you know disrobed and they're like little tie-dye booty shorts and then the girls were just like fuck it and like ripped off their robes and stuff like mm-hmm. to show up with their work i was like this is a cute little moment um so Stacey and Tori do their poses and they they also did a great job i will say um like very sexy yeah king died yeah, yeah, I think like he built an erector set um, in the ring. So, um, but like he we said saw a lot creepy of... line during this, and Ooh, it's what did he say? Um, it was it was creepy, but it was funny. Um, so it passed for like it wasn't the sack or two moment. I didn't actually have one for him this week, 
but he was like, I, I can't even stand up. The elastic in my underwear just melted. And I was like, that's oh! funny. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. So um, the, the crowd uh, votes then. And um, Billy and Chuck, not surprisingly, are booed um, by the, I'm not sure what city they were in. Oh, Los Angeles. Well, that's actually surprising. There was, like, not any cheers. Is pretty days in Los Angeles weren't going to uh, that's, WWE. That's paper true. Game. That's <laughs> true. Well, they should have. They should have advertised the pose down. To be honest, like go to the chapel, like put up some yeah. flyers. Like we're gonna have sexy men posing. Like, <laughs> like flaming saddles. Like give out some flyers. Like I don't know. But anyway, so um, <laughs> so uh, blazing saddle. <laughs> <laughs> I could just like I could just see like Jeopardy and PR outside of like pump like we're having some wrestling with sexy men like <laughs> but um anyway <laughs> and pump's like so are we <laughs> <laughs> so um Stacey and Tori obviously win um to the heterosexual audience which is also also okay like what a little homophobic, but I will say I do hope this was also a sexual awakening moment for any women who um, were lesbians at the time and struggling to find their identity. I would um, love to know about that. I, you know, it's just like it's an area of wrestling. I feel like I don't, I don't hear about a ton of lesbian fans. I feel like I know there are some, but I don't hear a lot about many but i would love to speak to any like around our age and just see like if any of this was like an awakening for them at that time if they were offended or uncomfortable or like how it well was. there's two words that i know that have brought a lot of lesbians towards wwe right now and those two words are rhea ripley oh yeah oh mm-hmm. yes very much so oh, Rhea is 100 percent sexual awakening for women right now and i love yep. it it is so good and the thing is it's like at a time too though we're like it's just like, ooh, it's just like who she is. It's like not a gimmick or anything like that. It's just like, oh, she's sexy. Like, mm-hmm. which, and like, I even get it. And I'm not attracted to women. Like, so like. Oh, she's daddy. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yes. Um, so very much that. But I would love to, I, I would, I would love to speak to a lesbian fan about the Dawn Marie and Tori Wilson hotel room scene. And if they had to watch that with their parents. New goal, find a lesbian that watches wrestling. (laughs) If you are a lesbian who watches wrestling, please uh, message us. Um, Gays, if you know someone, we know you're out there listening. Um, You're our only audience. Please refer your lesbian friends to us. (laughs) (laughs) Someone has to know. But um, I just want to speak. I'm I'm just very interested because I haven't heard that aspect of it. And I'm just very intrigued. Um, But um, yeah, so I do... Erin, um, the former editor for editor in chief for Diva Dirt, um, she's heterosexual, but she was at Armageddon in 2002 when they showed the hotel room scene in the audience with her parents, and she's like, "It was the most uncomfortable moment of my life." <laughs> that was me watching the pose down. I'm not gonna oh, lie. My God. Oh. So anyway, but uh, yeah. So the pose down. Um, Tori's arm is only raised, which sends Stacy Keebler off, and she attacks Tori Wilson from behind. Um, drama, drama, drama. Guess we're gonna have a match. Starting yeah. off one of the alternative to the Trish and Lita. Yes. Um, so then um that's not all for the evening. Um Stephanie McMahon runs out in the main event um to check on Triple H, who is knocked down. Um, she gets in the ring, um, and then Jericho approaches her and Kurt Angle approaches her. Um uh no, I mean at this point. 
I would throw myself at hair curt angle with the straps down on the singlet. So oh, <laughs> like, that and Chris Jericho, girl. Ooh, Jericho didn't do it. Jericho didn't do it for me. Jericho did it for me. He was one of my few mm. obse- uh, objections to my "I don't like long hair" rule. He he got oh, it. Well, he he no. <laughs> um, but Kurt, I love. But uh, but anyway, so but Triple H hits um them with the chair. He saves her. And then he hugs her, but Kurt Angle comes back and knocks Triple H down on top of pregnant Stephanie. That's actually, um, um, you missed the verb. That's called snitskiing. <laughs> so he's trying to snitsky them. Well, Triple H tried to snitsky her on Raw. <laughs> like, he did. So, so, but this baby is indestructible because Stephanie is okay. <laughs> so. She's fine. She gets up. Um, Triple H. What? Okay. No lie, Triple H was less mad about Kurt Angle potentially killing his child yeah. than he was about losing to Booker T. <laughs> yes! Like, I was like, uh, what? Prioritize your life. Like, but, like, it, my favorite part, though, is, like, he, like, gets on his knees and, like, hugs Stephanie, like, one of those, like, you know those, like, wooden angels they sell at Hallmark stores? <laughs> you mean, um, the definition that I saw recently that I love are those are called old people Funko Pops. <laughs> <laughs> that is so accurate. They're like, and they always have like weird names like Mother's Embrace. <laughs> They're so creepy. And they've got like those wire wings. You know you've seen them. Your aunt has them all. Like, <laughs> Yes, she does. <laughs> so um shout out, Christy. <laughs> So, but Stephanie is okay. The wedding vow renewals are going to be live on Raw. And I hope some of those old people Funkos are in attendance. Um, all right. Well, speaking of fig- now we have to on to figure this. It's not about those figurines of angels, but it is an angel. Oh, precious moments are what you're looking for. Yes, precious moments. Yes. Um, it is an angel. It's off the ropes. Stacy Keebler. Off the um, ropes. Uh, okay, I'm just going to go ahead and watch your eyes get real big and go, really? Because I'm going to go ahead and say this is the, my least favorite Stacy figure. No, I agree. No, I actually have one that I just like more that you, I know you like a lot. Um, Don't you dare come for my pink stripe, Stacy. I'm coming for pink stripe, Stacy. The back of it is not painted. <laughs> I know, but she can't wrestle or fight anyway, so she just leans up against a wall. You never know. You'd Would never you know. buy a top where just one side had the print and the back was flat? Like, you'd have to, like, carefully angle yourself for all photos so no one sees this paint, like, undone back of your shirt. First (laughs) off, I don't need to buy a top. I'm married. Second (laughs) off... Well, I don't know. It's fashion. It's called half seas. I love my pink It's called fashion. (laughs) (laughs) Look it up. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so... I w- okay, so this is 100% the laziest Stacey Keebler figure. Um, mm-hmm. It's in her, quote, wrestling gear, unquote, um, which is like the black leathery looking top, black leathery looking shorts without the leathery look to them. Um, so it's really just painted black. 
Okay, let's be real. This gear was used for, and body was used for so many different figures. So many. But they didn't do anything with this figure. It was literally just black. This was the basic paint, and they put Stacy's head on it, and that was it. The only thing I liked was that it had some more flexibility than the other figures, um, which was nice for matches, because the only thing my Stacey Hebler was doing in matches was DDTs and kicks. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so it, I did like that aspect of it. The other weird thing, and I know, I don't know if they still did. They were, I know, a few years ago, but they might not be anymore. It was a Walgreens exclusive, which I never understood Walgreens carrying figures or store figures being exclusive to Walgreens in general, because I am not going to Walgreens to go figure hunting while I'm purchasing my other essentials. Oh, I do. I figure hunt all the time at Walgreens. You don't feel weird buying your enemas with your figurines? No, I have a shower attachment, but... um... Oh, oh, good for you. (laughs) Oh, Amazon girl, it's real cheap, but um, Hmm, legit, the figure hunting in a Walgreens is crazy because right now, if you go to any Walgreens, I guarantee you they're going to have two figures that you can find. It's going to be the Intercontinental Championship Elite Maurice figure. She's at almost every <laughs> Walgreens. And the Alexa Bliss with just the pigtails yep. Elite. She's at every Walgreens. And you I've can find them. Alexa a million times. Yeah. I finally broke down and got her just because I was like, this one needs a home. <laughs> There's been an NXT Finn Balor basic figure at my Walgreens for like years like 2017 i feel like it's been oh what's it look like send me a pic um sure. go, i might send you some Walgreens. it's um uh like in black and red oh i might have it but um little I'll take a picture about, about me so i have of superstars number one the most i have is definitely lita number two is finn balor interesting do you have you have mm-hmm. the gay one right Oh, of course. That was the I had to go. You gotta have the gay Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, but like that one's been like haunting me. But like I thought this was so weird at this time, just because like I mean this was like 2005, 2006. I was like, why is Walgreens an exclusive? Like, I mean, because like maybe because I wasn't going to Walgreens as regularly as I do as an adult. Maybe. Either, you know? I mean, it's a good place to do it because it's basically tiny Walmart and Yeah. I know they didn't like back in the day, but today Walgreens has a lot of toys. So they have a good selection. They do. uh, Mine. And so the the one on Broad Street in Philadelphia, um, like on Broad and Chestnut, is like huge. It's like two stories. You have Mm -hmm. to take an escalator to get to the toys. Um, And they they have like a whole row of just like celebrity fragrances. Like, (laughs) so if you want Jennifer Lopez's perfume, I know where to get it. So, um, but like they just have a plethora of things it's bigger than our target actually do you have city targets what's a city target so city target is like a micro target like it's not like oh yeah it's like more or less a cvs like cvs walgreens they're a little bit bigger than a cvs here but we do have them yeah we ours are so strained we have a figure aisle but like it's a very slim selection of figures like they'll have maybe have like a series but it's a series you don't really want and it's like the people you don't really want like they never have the women at mine i've seen like a naomi once like in the wild here um but it's very hard to find figures but 
Yeah, and even their home selection is limited, which is upsetting for me. Because so, I love a good Target home section. Oh, anyway. we do. We both stand. Oh, so good. Um, but anyway, um, so yeah, uh, the Stacy Keebler figure, it's not amazing. But if you want a Stacy that can like do some moves, have some wrestling, and you could probably easily customize this one for a Super Stacy, like just get some of that like silver fringe, like you'd get like on one of those like those like blower things. Yeah, oh, it actually sounded like it. So and then, like, good. Cut, yeah, thanks. Cut it off, Gorilla glue it on, and you've got a Super Stacy. Um, and I'm sure there'll be a Nikki Cross figure. You could take the mask off that and, and paint it. So, <laughs> oh, who's Nikki Cross? I only know Nikki Ash. Oh, Nikki Ash. I always forget. Like she's going by a different name now. Like, uh, I I'm like surprised no one has said Nikki Ass yet. And like Photoshop some like scantily clad picture of her. I think that's the reason that they keep having it to be ASH is because when yeah. she says it in her accent, she's like Nikki Nikki Ass. Um, yes, but you can get this Nikki ass figure of Stacey Keebler um, at eBay because um, I would hope no Walgreens still have it, but you never know. I mean, they possibly could. This figure, <laughs> to be honest. I mean, this figure is a little bit, it seems like hard to find on eBay because there's not that many of them, I no. guess. Um, it's not as hard as the other Stacey's to find. Stacey's but... hard in general to find. Like, the only one I think you can maybe find is. The pink top one there's a reason um <laughs> but like there's also the made but the main event stacy heblers are expensive usually um uh and then there's the box set one which are those are so hard to come by um so yeah stacy Hebler figures are just like they're rare um but yeah oh so i do have an announcement figure wise it doesn't relate to stacy but if someone can help me find it, I have officially ordered the Rorschach and the Neon Lita. <gasps> Yay! So the only Lita I am missing now from the is the No Way Out Lita with the pink top. All right, people, you know what to do. Find it. Please help me. The and find winner... it for not $50, because it's $50 <laughs> is a lot for a figure. Yeah, no, fuck no. The winner will get a coveted prize of us mentioning your name on this podcast. So <laughs> I'll send you a um, DM picture of myself playing with it. How's that sound? That sounds suggestive. <laughs> they might like, yeah, I was like, I was like, I think you're gonna have to like make it a little racier than that. <laughs> like I mean, I can't. I'm not gonna lie, that OnlyFans done paid my rent, so I <laughs> mm -hmm. you should oh no. Well, Joey dropped off. This is his normal time of dropping off the call. <laughs> I feel like we got flagged because he said OnlyFans. But anyway, um, so until he comes back in a few minutes, let me just uh, go over my social guys. You can follow me at Jake, not Jacob Smith on Instagram. And on Twitter, you can follow me on Jake isn't Jacob. And Joey, since you're back, where can people follow you? <laughs> you know, it's my random weekly drop on the but you can follow me at Joey underscore Mayberry on Instagram and Twitter, Joey.Mayberry on TikTok. Um, we're taking a break this Saturday, but normally you can find me every Saturday for Ring the Bell live on the Ring the Bell channel. Also, there's a lot of content coming out on that channel. So please oh my God, they are killing check out Ring the Bell if you're not there. Oh, we've been working. I'm um, recording this at DS's house as we speak because we yeah, just finished like, recording. What Oh, breaking news. Breaking news. Lena Yada. Shut the Lena fuck Yada's up. Lena Yada's apparently back. Wait, where? What? 
She was on ROH. She's on ROH. No way. I loved Lena Yada. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Okay. Oh um, Jake, can you please randomly input body talk onto this podcast? Yeah. Come on, baby. You know it. <laughs> now just go for it. That was like my stripping song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, also, that's on I, on Apple Music and like Spotify, if you guys did not know. Yes, it is. It's by Simon Kruger. Yeah, I was so excited when I found it because I actually like the unedited WWE version because it has like more like sexy talk in the beginning. Like, come on, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm editing that into the show. That's going to be the outro. <laughs> Yeah. Um, um, but anyway, um, what else? Oh, yeah. Um, you can also follow the show at Golden Era underscore pod, probably for some Lena Yada today in history moments that only we would remember. So. Oh, I forgot because I got distracted by Lena Yada. Also, please check out Divas 101, me and Tommy Poe discussing yes! the 101 Divas moments. It is so good. If you're a fan of this show, you guys are going to be a fan of this uh, because it is exactly like the same kind of thing like talking about your favorite moments in history every week they're going over a favorite moment and it's so good it's so entertaining i'm so proud of you guys thank you thank you pollo del mar totally called me out on twitter for being drunk on the last one so please go check it out (laughs) amazing i expect to see the lita hand gesture things that we talked about earlier on the show when drunk (laughs) yes um also, guys, if you enjoyed this show, which you better, you can leave us a review. Five stars is the best. It helps us move up in those power rankings. Um, Joey, anything else? Uh, Jesus, man. <laughs> Have a golden week and don't watch the post down with your parents, people. Okay, bye. Uh-huh. <laughs> don't leave me, baby. You know, now just go for it. Uh-huh.